wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And this is Martin and I's second year anniversary on the show, and so we're going to talk about where we've been and where we're going. And we're going to take, well, I'm going to take a little break. I don't know if you are, but... (laughs) Yeah, we're we're both going to take a little break. So the show will be here. You'll always be able to go see it. And all the things I'm going to talk about today are, are there. Already. Already. And we're going to go away and hatch new evil plans and come back. I don't know if they'll have to be evil. Maybe if you concoct them, they would be. <laughs> so where have <laughs> so we, anyway. we been? Inez Simpson, Hypnosis Everywhere. So really, what's the show about? Well, the show has been about hypnosis, believe well, it or not. Can't believe that. No, but it's it's really talking to people about what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Now it's a very natural thing. You go back to the first couple of shows in a year, two years ago, and you'll get all the basics from that. But understand that everything is hypnosis. I You're think- talking to yourself is hypnosis. Listening to other people is hypnosis. Listening to the news is hypnosis, people. <laughs> Shut it off. It's not good hypnosis. Yell at them. <laughs> the, uh, Sorry. The, yeah, reading a book is hypnosis because yes. you can't read a book unless you have some imagination, and imagination is part of the way yes. the mind uses hypnosis. And, and you notice that you can get very teary eyed in some books. Yeah. And if those work, that means the not, writing is very good. Not me. And they've got you in a very good state of hypnosis. That's true. And I think it was brought up last week with Petra Fries. I think it had the title How Much Control Do We Really Need? Yeah. And it's sort of a, the show's a balance, no, has discussed the balance between needing control and how do you let go of control and what happens when you do. And uh, when do you really have control at all? Well, that was the, that's discussed. That's please. my, I'm <laughs> discussing that because really you look around you, you feel like you're not in control right now. There's actually no difference from any other time because you are never really in control of anything except your own reactions and your own being. So you're the one that's important. And that's the most important, I would think that'd be the most important thing to control or not control, but to direct how you react to things because that's really what you can uh, work on. And hypnosis, we could say hypnosis is a pattern interrupt. Yeah. Can be a pattern interrupt. Well, many times a pattern interrupt will change your mind very quickly. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's just a change of thought. But then the other discussion, and this, the interesting thing I think with all the guests you've had is we've, you've explored all the different aspects of modern hypnosis. Pretty much. And they've, uh, and they've all come at it from their own point of view, all mm-hmm. coming to the same sort of end, but it's, it's an, interesting, an interesting journey of the show with all these different people. I think it's an interesting journey because most of the people come to hypnosis because it's for themselves. Yeah, most, most of them. Most of them are wounded in some form or other and yeah. find hypnosis as a thing. Including me. Including you, yes. Yeah. Not me, though, because I never had need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we won't get into that, Mr. The, Psychic. The other thing, yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Still <laughs> not paid. Still no respect. The other aspect of uh, is hypnosis that we don't notice and that's mm-hmm. when it can get weird, is you don't notice the societal, the society's hypnosis. Society 
has certain rules, doesn't matter which society it is, it's all got certain rules and traditions, and we follow them thinking, well, that's what everybody does. Well, you're born into it. Yes. And you're educated into it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think if you, you've talked about this, and we've had lots of guests talking about children, because children, when they're young, and most children are young, funnily <laughs> enough, do not necessarily have all the rules ingrained yet. No. And they go lots of places. Uh, and in, they in, may go minds. against what societal norms would be. Until they're brought into. And to heal. To heal, yes. I mean, <laughs> think of the structure of the West. Anyway, in the West, typically if you're in the West, you probably are, in, in most cases, if, and you've got some money, and your parents had money, you're probably white. And you live in a society that's pretty white. In fact, it's so white, you don't really notice. It's like fish in water. They don't really notice they're in water, that they're in a cultural society thing. And even when you do notice, for us here, you know, if you go to Richmond, it's all Oriental. But we're not in that society very often. We're just in our own world, mm-hmm. right? And so that, that produces things like the Me Too movement. So what happens, well, for instance, take if you live in the society, then the the figure of authority is always the white male. Science has always been driven by white males. Lots of females were in science, just ever ignored them. Mm. They're not in the history books because the white well, males... They, no, there's a few that have made it into the history books. But the majority haven't no. because majority, the yeah. white males write the books. Yes. And so it's, it's, you've got to think in terms of hypnosis, pattern interrupt or pattern change. Most women in Western society have to work very hard to break the pattern of being number two, submissive, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, because that's what's talking. And males don't understand, don't, we don't realize that's what we're projecting because that's just what everybody does. Yeah. So it's, it's a strong hypnosis flavor and it's you pattern. You do, through. though. I do what? You know that. you just very aware of I it. I know everything. No, but I know your awareness about justice, injustice, all those things are very important to you. So you might be one of the lone males that have been brought up in this society. I'm sure there's a few there's more. There's a lot. I think we've had quite a few guests yeah. that are like that. Yeah, true. that's true. And as we, so it's hypnosis everywhere. You, you discuss, because it's the mind working, and pretty much we are the mind. Yeah. We are our minds. We have yeah. this little tiny part of us called the conscious, which is sort of the things we filter things through. And watch with hypnosis, the cultural hypnosis or, or a societal hypnosis, it's like putting too strong a... Um, um, a spam filter on your Gmail. Yeah. If you put it really strong, there's lots of good stuff that should have come through that doesn't get through because you've restricted yourself. Yeah. So it's worth considering the pattern interrupt. Yeah. And so, you know, we're just suggesting that you live in the right world, which isn't necessarily the one that you grew up in. It may not be fully. If it's something in your life that's not right, if it's something that isn't feeling right, if it isn't, Notice yourself. See what it is that's about that's needed. Because if everyone gets in tune with themselves, they'll get in tune with a flavor of maybe being open to any possibility in life. Well, yes, and I, I want to discuss this later, but there's also the people who are broken. Yes. And that's how do they get back yeah. in tune. But let's just talk about that later. I want to yeah. stay with the, 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 the big good picture stuff. right now. <laughs> okay. And... Um, so uh, the words that come up a lot when you're talking to your guests, hypnotists, are forgiveness and acceptance, right? Acceptance, yeah. Big words in hypnosis, in life. In life, period, yes. Please discuss. Now, well, for one thing, people go, I'm never going to forgive my so-and-so for this. 
I'm never going to forgive him for that. Or she, it doesn't matter. The whole idea of forgiveness is totally skewed by the regular person because they think they have to abdicate their power because that's to do the forgiveness. Because that's the education of, of this society. Well, maybe that's true. But in a way, what it is, is really it is unloading yourself from the the baggage you're carrying for that well, other person. I'm saying it's hard for people to, to, to understand, understand because that. Yes. What, they, they can only understand what they're to taught. And yeah. mostly we're taught. Well, mostly we're taught revenge. Get that person because they got you. Yeah. Yep. Or they'll, you know, what goes around comes around, which is not necessarily the right way of looking at it because that's to do about revenge. cause and effect. And it's about either punishment or revenge, punishment, as you say. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about, we've said it before, you said it before, but tell, tell us again forgiveness and, and Well, forgiveness why. is about setting yourself free. Right. So, for instance, at 14, I was raped, right? That was not a big, it's not a big deal to me now. It's just a happening in my life because I managed to forgive this guy for doing it. Doesn't mean I didn't want him to go to jail or do whatever. It doesn't affect any of those things. It's about me not caring with him for the rest of my life. I'm 67 now, and if I was still carrying that, I wouldn't be sitting here. I know, because you said, really, I just want to rip his arms off and beat him to death with them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, I did not say that. But it really, what, what it is, is that you carry that around, and you there's a, a factor of either hate, anger. It's all negative, right? So... It's not doing you any good. The person that's carrying that hate, that anger, that ever, whatever the negative feeling is, is will, will create damage in your world. It'll create damage in your body. So understand forgiveness isn't for them. They don't even know you've done it. Mm -hmm. it's, all the words, all the part of hypnosis really you're saying it, is getting, it's for you to get to a place that's, you Where can you say choose your reaction. A, a, um, a balanced place, a peaceful yeah. place. You can find joy. Sorry. Sorry, somebody's knocking at the door. It's a delivery. Well, they just ignored it. They'll dump it. Okay. Um, I sort of lost my train of thought. You'll have to get me started again. That um, hypnosis or, or this, what you talk about and have talked about all the yeah. way through is a way for people to get to peace or joy yeah. and balance in their life. Yeah. So that they do have control. They have control over themselves, over their own reactions. Right. And I think the other, so that's forgiveness. And you mentioned Michael Beckwith. Is it Beckwith? Yes. And now he had a great definition of uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness. And All people, very understandable for most people. All forgiveness is self And we did, I did mention it before, but I can't do it off the top of my head today, exactly what he said. But basically, all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. It's all self-work. It's all self, yeah. It's all about, and it's always about you. It is always way. about you. But it's seriously, no matter what in life, you must understand, you could help millions of people, you can help feed them, you can do all kinds of stuff, but it's still about the self. And that's... We were just watching a show, and occasionally we do allow ourselves to watch these shows on TV of a person who was in an orphanage helping everybody else, yeah. but was actually hiding from herself. Yeah. And that's I normal. Think I think a lot of times we're doing that. We're helping people because of something that's not filled inside of us. Mm -hmm. So people say, isn't she wonderful? And yes, they are. I'm not negating the wonderfulness. 
but I, also it's about the self and fulfilling that hole within them. Yes, eventually that hole gets bigger than them, usually yeah. in the later yeah, in life. If they don't do anything about but it. But I think you could look at Gabby, the show you did with Gabby Lazinger. There's a, I don't think she has a hole. In a, no, well, no holes there. <laughs> she's just quite, that's the show that's amazing. Don't forget, she's a hypnotist. She does a lot of self work. Has done a lot of self work. Yeah, yes, do still that. do. Continue. It's always a continuous thing. And the other um, uh, word that's big is acceptance. Yeah. Which is a very hard thing, I think. Well, I, I don't even know uh, how you could explain it in words. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's about a feeling. It's a surrender. Okay, this is where I am. And just acceptance of where you are. And then you're ready to move on, wherever that is. You're ready to, you're open to, to whatever's coming, yeah. coming forward. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is um, in life is being what they say is being uh, accepting and being open and available to what's coming down the pike, as it were. Yes. Otherwise, being closed and resisting is not. Yeah. You miss a lot of stuff. Well, when you're in total resistance to anything that's flowing around you, which right now could be very negative, the resistance to that negativity actually makes you part of it. Right. Fear, is, fear and anger is not a good thing to be living now, in. We can't all be Jesus. We can't all be those people that walk on water. But we can be good to ourselves. We can work at being good to ourselves. Yes. As a direction to go. Yeah. And I think, okay, so let's say we, we're talking about hypnosis is everywhere. And hypnosis is like watching a movie or hypnosis is reading a book. So how does hypnosis help? We're on a health and wellness channel, for God's sake. So how, what does hypnosis got to do with health and wellness? Okay. Now, when you're using formal hypnosis, meaning that it's your desire to use hypnosis, hypnosis in the therapy. way you want to use it, is a very positive healing thing. Now, hypnosis happens everywhere in the other way around, too. You're listening to the media. You're doing uh, whatever. And it's all just going in and bypassing your critical factor because you're not even paying attention to what's going in there. Or you think if it's on TV, it's real. Or, that's yeah. the one thing that's been stirred up recently is the media. The media have been shown up, too, as they are just clickbait fanatics, yes. too. But the... You said the opposite of like this, hypnosis can be used for healing, hypnosis as therapy, but hypnosis can be used in not deliberately, but for, for damage. I don't know, with, sometimes deliberately. No, I'm, I'm thinking the medical, yeah. somebody, oh, yeah. you walk into an office, the, the minute you're in a hospital, you're in, you're in fear, yeah. <laughs> just naturally. And if you walk into the doctor's office and you've been told there's some news they want to give you after a test, you already are... You're in hypnosis yeah, right there. Yeah, in fear of bringing is total hypnosis. So whatever they tell you, you take, there's no barrier. There's no, well, wait a minute. Let me get a second opinion. Most of us don't. It's like, oh my God, that's it. But you have a lot of clients that do call you and come to you and say, I've been told, oh my God, that's it. But I think there's something else I can do. Right? Yes. And I always say, if you think there's something else you can do, we can help you with that. Doing the something else's. And I think... They are quite amazing because they get to a place quite often of acceptance. Okay, maybe yes, maybe no, but whatever it is, it's all good for me. Well, I had one client like that. She had full acceptance in something, and my conscious mind was thinking because I didn't know what that acceptance entailed. But shortly after that acceptance, um, she was um, given a clean bill of health concerning the cancer or tumors or whatever. However, if it had continued... Yeah. She was okay with that too, which was amazing. Yes, because she 
than the acceptance. Mm -hmm. So you wonder how people do that. Sometimes when you're looking from outside and you see these people incredible and they heal themselves or whatever through laughter therapy or whatever, and you think, how do they manage to do that, move themselves into that? Well, that's what we use formal formal hypnosis for. And these people have used their own hypnosis, positive hypnosis. And when you're saying that, you mean they've used power of their mind the power of their mind mind. and you and you say you just said and one says people say how could you do that i i can't imagine being able to do that that's the conscious mind talking Mm -hmm. you can do all kinds of things if you allow it Mm -hmm. and they um lost my train of thought there but anyway that's okay it's (laughs) we're a team it's (laughs) two minutes to go it's um how we, I, I can't imagine that happening or being able to do that because, of course, your conscious mind can't imagine that. Your conscious mind would never want to give up control. Mm. But the, the stuff that does all the work, the powerful stuff that is bigger than that, is the rest of your mind. Which So we need to talk to the conscious a little bit about what control really is. There's no such thing, people. <laughs> I just want you to know that it's an illusion. But the conscious mind does want to be in charge i don't know I'm not, yes but happy it does want to be in a good place so if you can convince listen if you allow this to happen you're going to be in a better place than you are now it'll let go yeah and remember people from the first uh show and even the show with freddie jacqueline uh is that any emotion is felt you're hypno- in hypnotized the minute you have emotion so don't ever say i've never been hypnotized and it's not possible because you're always hypnotized the moment you're feeling strong emotion of any kind, or even mild emotion, but very strong emotion, especially. Well, Fred Jackman is the one that said, actually, really hypnotist, the hypnosis therapy is dehypnotizing quite yeah. often. Very often. Taking you out you're of that You're just changing from a negative trance to a positive. Right. <laughs> and I want to talk, we're going to, well, we're coming up to a break. Okay. Let's just talk more about that, the concept of healing on the other side. Okay. So you can say See again. you then. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us. 
the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program welcome back everybody this is second segment of me and martin segment segment <laughs> she does I'll... a lot of drinking in the breaks <laughs> oh that's another illusion that we'll talk about some other time. But anyway, we really wanted to go back to um, healing. Healing. So, you know, I say to you that hypnosis helps everything. And I agree with that. Healing is not done by me, the hypnotist. What heals the body? The body. What heals, what allows the body to heal is directed with hypnosis because you can remove negative things that are blocking the healing. We had, uh, you had the acceptance again of healing. Right. You had the guest on, uh, again, Bruce Kalowski. He, he does reincarnation and talks about it and other lives, etc. But I was thinking that's interesting. It's because hypnosis can be the analogy to a time machine. Mm. You go back in time and alter or, or erase or take the energy away from things that are causing bad programs in the present. Yes. That can happen very often. It can happen spontaneously in hypnosis that someone will actually go back to spontaneously some of that programming in another time, another time. No, it doesn't have to be in another time. It can be no, it can time. be here. It, it doesn't matter. It's in this life, what's considered a past life, all that linear stuff. But uh, for me, I don't even believe in linear time. I know we live in that construct here. So, but then, you know, scientists are sort of getting to the point where they think everything is simultaneous and we have tough time wrapping our conscious thinking around that. Well, the conscious, we, li we live in, the conscious mind lives in the world of stories. We need a beginning, we need a middle, and we need an end because that's how we put things together. Even though, even though in a lot of cases, we actually know that doesn't exist, but we make the story up later. Yeah. So you trip over something and wow, you make a story up. Well, I tripped over that because. Yeah. I know. It wasn't just that you tripped. It's just the same thing with everything and enlarge that a little bit to the aspects of life that are most important to you. What is that? I want to be happy. I think everyone wants that. If there was no story and it was all just there, that would be an interesting concept of the universe or the world that we yeah. live in. So back on healing. Yeah is as you say that the only thing that heals as you've said in every program we've had on is it's not the medicine it's not the drug it's not the hypnosis it's not the good life it's not the being nice it's the body will heal if it's yes. allowed yeah and and it's interesting but and enhancing with hypnosis to that and allowing it to happen is great I'm, i've told the story before of when i uh cut my finger open and it could have used stitches but i was home by myself and i just washed it out 
put myself in hypnosis and said, now you can uh, close up and heal and, and, you know, make sure everything all positive, positive, positive. And within the hour, the skin had closed up. Again, that's so, some sort of a pattern interrupt because otherwise yes. the, the body is following. Would go into that, yeah. It's going to take this long and this is going to happen and mm. this is going to happen. And then, and your mentor, and we had on Bob Brenner. who Yes, who worked with Jerry Kine. Jerry yeah. Kine. And he had a lot of stories about um, either Jerry students or Jerry, if somebody's going to hospital or if there's an emergency, something happened, like car crash or bike yeah. accident, motorcyclist, went and talked to him. Yeah. When uh, he obviously in hypnosis, if you're in shock, you're in, and he, and they couldn't believe how fast he healed. That's right. Well, that happened to one of my students. He was working in the field of construction. A uh, guy fell off a big truck and hit his head, and he was, you know, very. It was scary stuff. So he just went up and talked to him, and he was in hypnosis. There's a big bypass of the critical factor when you're hurt, <laughs> and you're in shock. So he told them all how it would be easily healed and, you know, it'll come together easily. And everyone, when he went to the hospital, thought, oh, my God, terrible, terrible. And then the guy healed very quickly because he had got in there with that pattern interrupt before all those other normal programming took over. But you say, well, that's just suggestion. That's right. <laughs> Which all, so everything's suggestion. Everything's suggestion. People say, well, you know, hypnosis is only suggestion. Well, everything. You give yourself suggestions every day. You give them every minute. Yeah, if you look at a news program and take it in, you're suggesting to yourself that I should believe that. No reason to do it, but you decided you're going to do it. Yeah. And the other, I meant to bring this up before, and we discussed it. So let's say you hypnosis is a pattern interrupt or, or can break a pattern, will yes. break a pattern. So you're saying, therefore, hypnosis will make me do things I don't normally do. Um, allows me to do things. Yes, and that's true. So hypnosis then, is hypnosis then allowing, making me do things I don't want to do? No. That's, that's your answer? That's it. <laughs> no. Because if you don't want to do it, you won't do it. Unless... It's not the hypnosis doing that. That's you. Unless you're in a situation where you're allowing everything else around you to affect such oh, as I see crowd, you're going crowd with psychology... This. Yes, crowd psychology is definitely, you're at a rock concert, you're, you know, right. and that's, no, but I'm just going to, oh. I was going there first, so, you <laughs> know, place. let's go to the lighter place, you're pumped, you're excited, but then you move that into a riot, and what happens, the anger comes up, the uh, everything comes up, and it turns into a fiasco, because the energy of the crowd feeds it, and feeds it, and feeds it. As, as we're noticing today, the energy of society, or, or has been, Feeding this fear. Yes. So be careful. Tremendously. That's, a, that's, a, that's um, an option. That's a decision to make. Yeah. It doesn't mean COVID isn't here. We've been in this before. And be, use your common sense. Do what you're supposed to do. Uh, wear your mask. And we won't get into that litany right now. Well, no, wait a minute. Because let's just look at that. Is where um, hypnosis is good for you so you can say well i choose not to wear a mask and you are absolutely allowed to make that choice if you live on a desert island and there's nobody else around you because i think you have you can say for a society we all live in society doesn't we matter. all think we have freedom to choose we do we have freedom, and we do freedom to choose until it affects somebody else in well, a negative way some people are still making that choice even though it affects somebody else so, so they still have that freedom it's just not a good freedom well, they say, choice. they say we have freedom, but with all freedom, 
all, all comes rights responsibility. come with responsibilities. And we're saying on this, or you're saying on this program, yes, you have rights to do nothing, but you also have responsibility about yourself, I'm talking about. Yes. Of, yes, you're allowed, you're allowed to go ahead and make your lives better. Yes, I agree. So I, that's what I'm always ranting about, I believe, is about people taking responsibility for their own health, their own mental health, their own everything. And we've had, uh, you have, there's a lot of um, uh, women hypnotists out there, a great proportion, mm -hmm. and they know that a lot of their uh, clients, female clients, are coming because they didn't believe they were allowed to get better. Yeah. Everybody else, they were going to help. Yeah, they'd help anybody, in fact, because instead of helping themselves, that's where they put their resources. So there's those people that supposedly uh, accept the labels. You know, we've gone mm -hmm. into the not accepting these symptom labels mm -hmm. is um, fibromyalgia, uh, any of those kind of, um, any of those sort chronic of pain. chronic pain syndromes. Yeah. And the chronic pain is so easy to let go but people will not they hang on to it because they there's always a feeling of not being good enough worthy, although yeah. not worthy and all those things that they have to always help everybody else it's a part of making themselves feel worthy because now they've helped someone and they are very nice people always very nice people including me because i got labeled with that when i was young but it's gone. It's not there because the label was thrown away. And I think that happens more with females and male in this society, as we yeah. talked at the beginning, because they're fed the story. Yes. That you're obviously second class. And your job is to help everybody. You're the mother. You're the person who looks after the family. It's your job. So if it fails, you're failing. Yeah. But you don't have, you don't have any self-worth. And that's yes, The self-worth is a big issue. Like, what is at the bottom of self-worth? When you have no self-worth, you, you have things like addictions. You have things like food, diseases. Food, uh, food food, addic could be food addiction. Anorexia, Don't forget, bulimia. it could be addictions that seem okay to most social norms. Mm -hmm. But if you are an alcoholic, as they are called, mm -hmm. which you can be changed very quickly into just being a normal human being that does not have... Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. So what it is, is self-medication, filling voids, all those things is what we do. And every person has them. Some of us some have do. ones that are a little more socially acceptable. And some are very dangerous. And some are very dangerous. Most are, actually. And so on the, so healing, hypnosis can create physical healing. Yes. Or no, sorry. Hypnosis can be part of the process yes. of allowing the body to heal. Yes. So how come everybody doesn't get healed? Because there's all kinds of things. Let's let's get into a little bit of maybe the more woo-woo aspects of of our world. Because my world is pretty that way. As you can tell, I've had a few um, really great guests on. And most great guests have had a lot of listeners to <laughs> the show. It seems to be the a very popular idea. So Even just, if they're not accepted, they want to hear about it. Just People that's on the other side, all that stuff. Is Chris, Christoph Derricks, Jackie yes. Ballow. Elizabeth Rose, Natalie Restored, and, and a whole bunch of other, those particularly. Yes. And they were, we were thinking. Christoph Dirks especially, <laughs> and not just because he's a Simpson Protocol trainer. I think it's because he's very strong in his beliefs. He's quite articulate. articulate. 
and he's very uh, consciously seems very logical and everything. <laughs> Until you listen to what he's saying. <laughs> and then you well, open what? up that you really can understand that this guy has helped many people mm -hmm. including allow himself. their body to heal, including, including himself. And that's an interesting, uh, also we talked about the, the, the science and art of hypnosis. You yes. talked about the science and art of hypnosis. And I think you've looked at it, you just did a talk the other day, it's of science and, and hypnosis approaching yeah. the same thing from different yeah. directions. Science is finding everything is one, everything is connected, it's all energy. But they think they're looking for particles and, and fields and uh, electrons or whatever. Yeah. But in fact, they're finding there's just, it's there isn't energy. anything, it's just one thing. And hypnosis mm -hmm. is coming at that and finding, yes, we're all connected. Yeah. And it's very powerful, that energy, when used correctly. Yeah. But you think you're looking at helping addictions and, and yeah. helping We're looking at depression. the symptom changes. But coming to the same place, it's very yes. interesting what's happening. Yeah. So, modern hypnosis. So to me, modern hypnosis has gone in the direction of being able to help people heal themselves. It, profoundly, though. Yes. Uh, much more than before because you're dealing, yeah. you, as you said, dealing with higher, mm, connecting better to the yes. mind. Let's, say. Well, let's just be open to a little bit of spirituality. It doesn't matter what religion you are, you have some kind of spirituality. And I, and I say even people, <laughs> the, I remember the um, guys in Brazil that yes. were, yeah, they had, they believed label. they were, that was, they, that was a label. They had accepted that it, they were atheists. Same and thinking. I, since they were hypnotists, I un made them understand that, you know, when you see the guys on stage and they say it to be, they see, they're supposed to be seeing a, a, spaceship? a spaceship or something, right? Well, they actually have to not, they have to be able to, no, I'm going backwards here. That's sorry. something different. Yes, something different. Okay, let's say they tell them you're going to go sit in that chair, but there's a guy sitting there. And there's nobody in the chair. And there's nobody in the chair. It's an empty chair. You're going to go sit there. Well, they really have to see that guy to not see him because they have to step over his legs. They have to do everything to sit on his knee to be the chair. Mm -hmm. So it's funny to the crowd, but they had to really see it before they allowed themselves not to see it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about is, um, where was I going with that? Atheist. Oh, the, yeah, the you poor guy. You have to not believe in God. Yeah, that's right. First. So to them, I said, it's just like a negative hallucination. If you are saying you're an atheist, you say you don't believe in God. So in some aspect, you have to believe in it, not to believe in him. So, you know, I think that there's most people have some kind of belief underneath somewhere well, that just, there is such a thing as it's something. Just, it's a convenient label and who knows yeah. why. But people, all those people in Brazil who were, they were hypnotists and they were doing practicing hypnosis, all connected with their higher minds, much yes. to their shock and dismay. <laughs> not all of them. But back to this. Okay, yeah. so why isn't yeah. everybody healed? Why is not everybody? Well, healed? because uh, there's other things. Well, talk about what secondary gain is. Okay, talk about because what something gain is. is more powerful than being ill. You believe? I that believe. Person that person. Yeah, the person believes it. Let's say a lady in her seventies, eighties, not much older than me, right? But let's say they've got cancer and they've been told they're terminal. Well, suddenly the a family comes out of the woodwork everywhere and it is now they feel loved and that is much more important than living. Mm -hmm. So we decide, we prioritize ourselves. And we are allowed to choose. And we're allowed to choose that. Also, there is the um, of um, hypnosis will help the body heal by getting the person out of the way 
like going through the body or going through their emotions and undoing the things that are preventing the body working to its optimum, let's yes. say, as an analogy. Yes. So if you choose not to allow that, mm -hmm. the person, the client, yes. then of course the body can't work at optimum. No. And there's lots of reasons for that choice. It could be. It could be programming that hasn't been addressed. Usually it could be anywhere, past, present, future even. Oh, and you wanted to go, got <laughs> three minutes, you wanted to go a little bit on the woo side, you said. Yeah. So another reason we don't heal Well, another be. thing, when we all have an idea and belief, I guess I could tell my own story here a little bit, is that uh, I had a regression once, and I mm. went into mm -hmm. when I was born, and I realized that I was actually my sister who had died at nine days. Mm -hmm. And I was the same spirit coming into a different body. Give me one more shot. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder. Anyway, so, but people go, oh, that's weird. Well, you know what? We don't know what is. I'm open to all possibilities. I will accept anything my mind gives me. It doesn't mean I believe it strongly and this is the way it is because I shut things down. For me, yes, past life is a, is a possibility. Yes, all this stuff is a great possibility. And you know what? When we use it in hypnosis, it's the belief of that at that moment that allows the change. Yes, even, um, uh, what was his name, Klaus? Bruce said, Yeah. what if it's all in a, what if it's all an illusion of past yeah. lives? It doesn't matter, I'm no. getting outcomes. And that's, yeah, it, that's doesn't matter we care it doesn't matter if it's a metaphor your brain is giving, your mind yeah. is giving you, that's, if you're getting the outcome, if that's the way to resolve the situation, mm -hmm. what difference does it make? Real or imagined, as your friend Bob says. That's right, and it, real or imagined is always, it's always hypnosis. It's always, there's no reality because your reality is different than mine. The only reality that we accept is our own. As you said, people can say, but no, 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 I, I, I know there's a reality because I can see stuff. Okay, you get, don't tell them, get 10 people to walk past that person that day saying, oh my God, what's the matter? You look sick. You look really sick. No, I'm not sick. Get 10 people to walk past them and say that at the end of that day, he's sick. That's no, not really, very nice. Really sick. No, but that's real <laughs> or imagined. That's right. And if they then come up to the person and say, we were just kidding, he, he might go, oh, I feel okay now. Because it's real or imagined. That's right. Break time. Anyway, well, I guess we'll go and we'll see you on the other side. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and at Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. 
Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to our third and last section of this show, and we were just heading into a place of a little more rule. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to understand that when when I ask you to come in, and sit in my chair, or I, I work with you on Zoom, is that my, what I ask from you is total open to possibility, which doesn't mean you have to believe anything, good or bad. It means you're just open to possibility. Right. So always understand that that's the most important thing. Now, you also, say, what I, a lot of baloney they also talk I think about. The, also, I think you say, there is no reality except the person's reality. Yeah. So you're not going to buy in. You have to buy into my reality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't have to buy into their... I have to work with them from their point of reality. Yes. yes. So if they're open to possibility, that lets me allow them to be able to go more places. Because uh, let's say you were, we always talk about gravity and mm-hmm. how... You know, even if you didn't believe in it, it'd still be there. The apple would still fall from the tree. Mm-hmm. But understand that many things, we, because we don't see them, we just don't believe in them. And we believe in electricity. We believe in all those things we can't Nobody see. knows how electricity works. Yeah. So, you know, go on with that. But ultimately, when you are open to possibility, we are open to the, fa- the fact that some of the things that you get with doing hypnosis, like, like Dr. Bruce Kolosky said in the past lives and how he, those things have affected them in this life because it's a soul journey of learning. Yes. And where, when karma comes in, when they talk about what comes around, goes around, it isn't about punishment. It's about experiencing it. So it might seem like punishment, but you are actually going to experience maybe what you did before in another time. And I think if you want to look in the, again, I missed this on the, on the medical side of where the medical con- connects the woo-woo, yeah. listen to the Bruce Lipton interview you Yes, did. of course. Yeah. That's, uh, that's woo-woo times 10, but from a medical perspective almost, from a scientific. Yeah, he sees it from a very scientific, and, and you know, ultimately from that very first time when he uh, did that uh, experiment on that. Um, no idea. Ah, uh, you know. Cell? Yeah. A little more than that, but I, I guess but I better not get into it because I never can be articulate about that. I'm a little bit open to possibility too much, and I just zig here, zig that. So understand I'm not as articulate as Martin, but my feelings are what are the most important, what guide me in life. Right. And that's my second gut, my brain, <laughs> the second gut. You know how people say it's Art. a gut feeling? Mm-hmm. 
gut feelings are much more important than your rational 10% of your conscious. But we usually talk ourselves out of it. Now, I very rarely talk myself out of that because I've found that any time I didn't pay attention to that gut brain, that things went wrong. So back on track. Yeah, back on track. Yeah. You're talking about the, the possibility then of a soul's journey, like the, yes. that we are either all uh, spiritual beings having a physical experience or physical beings having a spiritual experience, either. Yeah, well, just imagine a group of um, actors. Mm -hmm. And they always do different parts. Right. So they choose their part. And they go and they be that part. Is be it the good guy, the bad guy, the in between the guy, guy, the, the guy that dies, the guy that dies, the guy that the hurts guy. the other guy. Yeah, and those things are created for each and every soul that has a life in a different body all the time. That's uh, Dr. Bruce Kolowski again. If you talk about past life, if you talk about Dr. Edith Fiore, uh, which I didn't have on the show, but read her books. Because mm -hmm. she was astoundingly great hypnotist, and she's still with us. But uh, she's very interesting how these people use those supposedly woo-woo methods to allow people to create change. Mm -hmm. Is it a metaphor? Is it real? Who the hell cares? Is it placebo real or not? Yes. Does it get the And outcome? I think that's another subject because I get very upset that placebo is not given credit. It's always talked about like, well, it's only a placebo. What the most important thing? You didn't have to use drugs. You didn't have to do any harm to yourself. And you helped yourself with a placebo. Well, the medical community knows it works because I think... Is it in, doesn't in, get paid for it, though. In the UK? Is it in the UK or is it here? <laughs> You're not allowed... No, we are not allowed. ...to give placebos. Yeah, only doctors are allowed to Only doctors can give sugar yeah. pills. Yeah. Very interesting. So, so it's a possibility of a soul's journey. So there's a possibility that, as you say, the actor signed up for... Yeah. Well, I'm only in for the first act. And then I'm yeah, done. Yeah. And well, for example, my nine-year-old, my nine-day-old sister passed on because the body was not functioning. Strong enough. Right? My, uh, all, th all three of us had been born at six months instead of nine. Mm -hmm. So there was not things that were all working in that body. She just decided to, no, this is, I'm out. I'm out of here because mm -hmm. she wasn't going to live. In, but the idea that I am her mm -hmm. is, it's, it's just, in that time, it was a reality in that moment mm -hmm. for me. Eye-opening. Does it mean it's real? I don't know. But what it does mean is that you can affect anything in your mind because it's real or imagined, it's metaphor or not. And we can also consider, and you've talked about, I don't think on this program, but you've talked about the students accepted the possibility that, say, a Down syndrome, what is labeled a Down syndrome kid, who's use the most loving being uh, yeah. there just to shine that love and then okay now i'm done yeah. i mean they can live longer but a lot of them die quite young and the parents are devastated but quite often the parents do realize they were a gift they were a gift yeah that's quite amazing love is it's unconditional love that's a hard thing and that's not easy yeah so what we haven't talked about on the program we and i've tried to bug some guests to do it and they just go no i don't want to go there so, okay, hypnosis, this, the mind has all this light and love and stuff. Well, what about evil? What about the possibility of evil? What about it? I always think it's great <laughs> that you have people who say, well, how can I believe in God? Look at all the bad things he allows well, or she allows. Let's look at the other way. 
well, how can there be a devil? Look at all the good things they allow. Yeah, it's sort of, we're a dichotomy here, aren't we? I mean, everything's good or bad or in between, but. It, it seems to be a construct, but the possibility says, of evil there, I, mean, um, I can't remember who, but the, the road less traveled. Yeah. The guy that wrote that. a good book. Wrote another book and he said, yes, he believes in evil because he believes he experienced it. And I felt it too. So yeah. again, could be a metaphor. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I don't think it has much impact on our lives as much as broken people do. Yes. You know, you could say, well, look at the media. I mean, look what's happening in the news. Look at all these bad things that are happening. Look what all these politicians are doing. Look at all this. Look at all that is like less than 1% of the population. What's the other 99% doing? A lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff being done by many people. It's just not clickbait. But I think you look at, you could look at, there's a lot of people in currently who are, are and there's books about them now coming out saying they're a broken child. They were children and broken yeah, I think then. Most and people who, that are considered evil. And who did the breaking? We did. We do a lot of destruction to ourselves. Yeah. So that's more important to worry about, I would say, than considering whether it's a. Maybe we should have a new law that everyone has to do a certain amount of self-work before they're allowed to be a politician. Or a person. Or, or a person. <laughs> so yeah. I think that is a, it's an academic debate about evil, but, but definitely. You a felt lot of, it, though. I felt it. But, that, but more than that, I have, been, I have seen a lot more bullies, anger-driven people, fear-driven people, and they're not, they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't constructed, they were, they were made like by us, by the society, by the parents, by the people around them. And it's hard for them to understand that they're allowed to be good people. Yeah. They're filling their role. Mm, see, I don't see that. I, if you're a broken person, sure, you could say, well, that's, that's the acting Well, role. they're filling the role that they've been allowed to perceive about themselves, is it, what I mean. And there's a possibility of change, though, right? Yes, totally. There's always a possibility. Always possibility. But they have to choose to make the change. It's yeah. still always about that choice and responsibility, all that stuff. And that's a hard place to come from. Because many go. people like that, and they get to be sometimes have big impact on society, mm -hmm. is that they no longer think that they should do because they blame everyone else. And the blame always has to be go. We get back to forgiveness. It's always going back to letting go of blame getting your forgiveness so you can change yourself and be happy. Oh, my God. And again, you can believe or not believe it. You've had a Petra phrase last yeah. time. And other guests have had NDEs, near-death yes. experiences, or death experiences. Yes. And she said she was gone for six hours and supposedly after four minutes or five minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to. It's To me, that was def a death experience, yes. Although the body does last quite a long time. Anyway. Quite a few people have had that. But... And that changed her because she suddenly realized that, A, that death wasn't that a big deal. It was just a transition. Thing. But also there's a lot of things that she thought were important that really, on that side, when you're looking at the big picture, as it were, not that important. No. And you've told the story of um, talking about broken people is a person dying and was terrified because they didn't believe they would be allowed to go to the light or heaven yeah. or whatever their construct was because they were a bad person. Mm-hmm. And they found that wasn't true. Yeah. They were allowed. They're allowed. Everyone's allowed. They just have to make the choice. And so, remember what Petra said too? She said, if you are passing in transition, 
follow the light. <laughs> follow the light. Go to the light. Just believe that you should go there. Well, she was trying to go to the light and they kept saying, no, you come back now. And yeah, that's yeah. happened to quite a few people. Yeah, they just get sent back. You're not Your finished time, yet. No, you wrote Your the con contract's not Remember up. Remember when you signed up for the acting school? This is what you signed up for. <laughs> this is the part you decided to do and you have to finish it. But I do want to say you've had this, uh, so we're finishing this season, but there's been two or three or four or five or six, two years of these. Uh, people are interested. There's tremendous content that's not going away. They just no. go back and, and uh, follow that. If you want to look at medical, there's uh, uh, Seth Deborah, Patient Whispers. Yes. Excellent shows. Who brought hypnosis to the nursing community. So yes. now it's official. Yeah. Well, and it's really good because they're training them more than, I mean, most doctors get one day training in hypnosis and none of them use it because they don't well, they know anything. One day? And one day is not very good training. But these nurses are being trained well to become those people that can work in those trauma wards and do that. And don't think that doesn't take some self training too. Because mm -hmm. all hospitals are fear, fear places. Yeah. And then you've, you've talked a lot about the modern hypnosis, like what you're, the sense of protocol is moving that forward. Yeah. And, and most hip, and hypnotists in those areas moving it forward. And again, this, the, the show is full of people who were part of that beginning. Brenner yes. and uh, Larry. Larry Garrett. Yeah. Larry Garrett's pretty cool. I mean, you read his book about when he went to Iraq to work with Saddam Hussein's son. Right. And uh, being at the wrong place at the wrong time, sort of thing. But 9-11 happening, yeah. <laughs> so uh, understand uh, that some great shows are in here. You can go back and look at them. And they're astounding. I think every show brought something. Brought something. And we also had a couple people that were not necessarily for their hypnosis skills. It was their life skills. Yeah. And that's, like and Gabby. Gabby Lazinger. And Karen Kaulisha. Aaron McCormick. And Aaron McCormick. Lately, we had that with his you book, Unbounded. Unbounded. And guess what? It's the end of the show. So we'll see you sometime. We'll think of new things. And we'll think of new things to do. We'll see you then. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.